Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin, our number is 877-381-3811, Eva Stretch Pelosi was on CBS this morning, yesterday, and what did she have to say about the census? This is important. Why start with this? We'll get there. We've got three hours. I'll explain. Hat tip CNS News, please take a listen. Very important. Cut five, go. We're speakers certainly right now, but let's talk about the census numbers that have just come in that do not look good for the Democrats. There is a possibility that you may not be speaker. Uh, well, let's this- not worry about that. That's like a <laughs> year and a half away, and I feel You're not worried confident. about it, but you're not. No, a lot I of think people the Democrats. Well, you know what? Elections are always uh, a, a contest, and you see what happens in them. But I feel very confident that the Democrats will hold the majority after the next election. I think that what, for all the huffing and puffing the Republicans are doing, these numbers were not as good for them as they had hoped. They wanted three in Texas, two in Florida, and the rest. But many of the, much of the growth in many these places that picked up uh, more numbers, uh, more more members in Congress, the growth was from uh, Hispanics, African Americans, and the rest. So we'll see where those votes go. But this is right now the best politics of all is to get the job done for the American people. The, the blueprint that was put forth by the president last night uh, to meet the needs of the American people. That's what we're about. We're not worrying about uh, who's going to be speaker. You're you're right. A year and a half now. is a long time. I, I, I take your point. Speaker Pelosi, thank you so much. If everything goes according to plan, we... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, what's the problem? Most of these numbers are a result of African-Americans and Hispanics. First of all, most of the numbers have nothing to do with African-Americans. The growth rate among African-Americans isn't terribly significant. The growth rate among 
white Americans isn't terribly significant. There is a seismic increase in the growth rate of Hispanic Americans as a result mostly of immigration. Mostly due to immigration. Now I thought, I could have sworn that when I started to explain that what the Democrats were doing here with spec to open borders and changes in immigration laws, that it was due to demographics and they wanted to basically change the nature of the citizenry. I thought that was a fiction, even racist. So Nancy Pelosi's racist. She basically just said it. Don't worry about it. These increased numbers are due to Hispanics and African-Americans. Well, certainly the Hispanic part is correct, but I want to take you back to something, ladies and gentlemen. While you listen to this program, while you read these books, 2009, 12 years ago, just listen to this from Liberty and Tyranny. We've got a lot to do, but I want to go over this. No society can withstand the unconditional mass migration of aliens from every corner of the earth. The preservation of the nation's territorial sovereignty and the culture, language, mores, traditions, and customs that make possible a harmonious community of citizens dictate that citizenship be granted only by the consent of the governed, not by the unilateral actions or demands of the alien, and then only to aliens who will throw off their allegiance to their former nation and society and pledge their allegiance to America. This is from Liberty and Tyranny. In 1965, as part of the Great Society... I wrote, the status did in fact lay the foundation for radically altering the character of American society and the relationship of the governed to their government. When he signed the Hart-Seller Act, Hart-Seller Act, President Lyndon Johnson said, this bill that we signed today is not a revolutionary bill. It does not affect the lives of millions. It will not reshape the structure of our daily lives or really add, importantly, to either our wealth or our power, quote-unquote. And during the debate over the Hart-Seller Act, on the floor of the Senate, Senator Ted Kennedy claimed, quote, first, our cities will not be flooded with a million immigrants annually. Under the proposed bill, the present level of immigration remains substantially the same. Secondly, said Kennedy, the ethnic mix of this country will not be upset. Contrary to the charges in some quarters, the bill will not inundate America, with immigrants from any one country or area, or the most populated and economically deprived nations of Africa and Asia. So Johnson, Kennedy, and the other statists were wrong. And it's hard to believe they were not intentionally deceiving the public. In 1964, Republican vice presidential candidate Representative William William Miller well understood the overall increase in immigration that would result from the 1965 Act. Here's what he said, and I quote, We estimate that if the president gets his way and the current immigration laws are repealed, the number of immigrants next year will increase threefold and in subsequent years will increase even more. 1965. 56 years ago. Right here in Liberty and Tyranny from 2009. What did this bill do? The bill abolished the decades-old policy of national quotas. That is, they were said to be discriminatory because it favored immigrants from Europe, especially England, Ireland, and Germany, over the third world. So it increased immigration levels from each hemisphere, setting in motion a substantial increase in immigration from Latin America, Asia, and Africa. 
to the detriment of previously favored aliens from Europe. The bill also introduced for the first time a system of chain migration, which, as the Center for Immigration Studies noted, gave higher preference to the relatives of American citizens and permanent resident aliens than to applicants with special job skills. So those who receive preference for admission include unmarried adult sons and daughters of United States citizens and so forth. But the historical basis of making immigrants' decisions was radically altered, immigration decisions. The emphasis would no longer be on the preservation of American society and the consent of the governed. Now aliens themselves would decide who comes to the United States through family reunification. With the elimination of these national quotas and the imposition of chain migration, aliens immigrating to the United States were poorer, less educated, and less skilled than those who had preceded them. A pattern that continues to this day. And so you can see, ladies and gentlemen, by the written word in 2009 in Liberty and Tyranny, I explained what had been taking place in this country. I explained the demographic changes that were coming, that were warned about. And they have come. And they are significant. And the Democrats lied about it then, and they lie about it now. And you better not talk about it, because they will trash you. They will trash you. Jonathan Tubin. I wrote about this many, many years ago, and I've talked about it for 20 years. And as political and economic circumstances, I wrote, in the third world deteriorated, particularly in Mexico and other parts of Latin America, Asia, and Africa. The egalitarian nature of the 1965 law and the growing American welfare state also encouraged the unprecedented and illegal migration of millions of additional destitute and uneducated aliens to the United States. In the 1960s, Cesar Chavez, one of the founders of the United Farm Workers Union, vehemently opposed illegal immigration. By the way, until I had dug this up, until I had exposed this in this book, nobody talked about this. Cesar Chavez. He vehemently opposed illegal immigration. His statue, the head part, the shoulders and up, is in Biden's office. Arguing, he did, it undermined his efforts to unionize farm workers and improve working conditions and wages for American citizen workers. The United Farm Workers even reported illegal immigrants to the Immigration and Nationalization Service. In 1969, Chavez led a march accompanied by Ralph Abernathy, president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. He was Martin Luther King's right-hand man and Senator Walter Mondale, who just passed, along the border with Mexico, protesting the farmers' use of illegal immigration. But not anymore. Why? Nancy Pelosi told you why. Again, Mr. Producer, as applies to Latinos, Hispanics coming into the country, cut five, go. Your speaker certainly right now, but let's talk about the census numbers that have just come in that do not look good for the Democrats. There is a possibility that you may not be speaker 
Uh, well, let's not worry about that. That's like a year and a half away, and I feel You're not worried confident. about it, but you're not. No, a lot I of think the Democrats. Well, you know what? Elections are always uh, a, a contest, and you see what happens in them. But I feel very confident that the Democrats will hold the majority after the next election. I think that what, for all the huffing and puffing the Republicans are doing, these numbers were not as good for them as they had hoped. They wanted three in Texas, two in Florida, and the rest. But many of the, much of the growth in many of these places that picked up uh, more numbers, uh, more more members in Congress, were, the growth was from uh, Hispanics, African Americans, and the rest. So we'll see where those votes go. But this is right now the best. Right. And the rest, by the way. African Americans, Hispanics, you know, and the rest. One more important point. Several Republicans, the House Oversight Committee ranking Republican leading the way, have demanded information from the Department of Commerce and the U.S. Census Bureau because they said that the initial numbers that had been provided to them and publicly provided indicated a much more significant change in the number of Congress people that certain red states would get and certain blue states would lose. For instance, the numbers that indicated that New York would lose two seats. But the Census Bureau claims that New York only loses one seat, and if 89 more people had answered the census form, they wouldn't have lost any seats. They're saying, the Republicans, that the earlier numbers had indicated that Florida would pick up two seats, not one, which makes sense since everyone's moving to Florida from the East Coast. And they said that Texas would pick up three seats, not two. Makes sense since everybody's leaving California. And California should have lost more seats. And so now there's a serious question whether the Biden administration fooled with the census numbers to limit the damage to the dark blue states and limit the increases to several dark red states. Do the media care? Not in the least. Not in the least. And I must confess, I was a little surprised that Florida only got one seat, and I was quite surprised that New York only lost one seat. I don't believe it. And so hopefully that information will become available so all of us can make a decision on this. Right, CNN? Right, MSNBC? Right, the TV networks? Nah, they don't give a damn. They're perfectly fine. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. 
So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit LevinforHillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. By the way, in Hour 3, our guest will be Rudy Giuliani. And we'll have a substantive, intelligent talk with him. And uh, we'll let him explain what took place in some detail. Very, uh, the nature of radio, where we actually have more time and we can get into things a little bit more deeply. And we very much look forward to that. And Rudy will be here. Now, I talked to you about 1965, how the Democrats lied about what they were doing. And they're lying about it today with the open borders. They lied about what Donald Trump was doing, trying to secure our country and secure the border, calling him a racist and trying to turn Latino Americans against him. Of course, we now know that Anybody that disagrees with them is called a racist, and yet they're the racists. And one of the things I'm going to make clear and do make clear in American Marxism is stop letting them get away with this. Among other things, start calling them actually what they are, racists, bigots, and Marxists. And we'll talk about that when the book comes out at some length. But on this immigration issue, you're going to find out things you never even knew I never even knew until I started researching this book about this immigration issue. I've written about it in several books. You just heard me read from Liberty and Tyranny about what happened in 1965. But there are other things going on, not just at the surface level, not just what you're seeing on TV and hearing on radio. There are other things going on. There's other propaganda going on in the shadows. You have no idea. I had no idea. And this will now be exposed. And we're going to have to confront it. I know we're going to be called racist, but I don't care. You're going to have to really, really have a very thick armor that is skin. And that's okay, because there's millions and millions and millions of us. And I want to tell you something. You folks have done something remarkable already. And I cannot thank you enough, but it's for all of us. You've taken this book, American Marxism, based on what I've said in the brief description, and you've made it number one on Amazon now for three days with a short number two period. Not only did you make it number one on Amazon, where it still is, I just looked, but we are beating Oprah Winfrey's book. And as I looked at this, it's not just her club book, it's her book, where she's talking about the challenges that she had to face and the difficulties that she had to overcome and how that affected her character and her nature. And I'm thinking to myself, Oprah, I don't really give a damn. I don't give a damn about you your hardships, how you made your multi-billions of dollars. You know why, Oprah? Because America's bigger than you and your myopic attitude. America's bigger, bigger than the Marxist left. And we need to expose people like Oprah, and not just her, Bill Gates, others, Buffett, Soros. We need to expose these people for the absolute disgusting frauds that they are, making billions and billions and billions off our backs off of their ratings and whatever it is they're doing for a business, and then trashing us and trashing this society. So those of you who have so far gone in and purchased your pre-order, first edition copy of American Marxism, I want to thank you. We've got to keep it at the top. What we're trying to do is pre-order 100,000 copies if we possibly can with your help. I'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. 
And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send Imprimus to you for no cost every month. So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. You know, we have our helpful sources out there, family, friends, others. And they just brought to my attention something that the Biden administration is trying to sneak under the radar here. And so they released this information this evening, Friday evening. Except the cleanup hitter, as Rush used to call me, the cleanup hitter is right here. Nothing gets past me. That's why I'm the cleanup hitter. Listen to this from ABC News Channel 7 in Washington. Pentagon says no to parking permit for rolling to remember. The U.S. Department of Defense has denied a parking permit to the American veterans of AMVETS to stage a rallying point at the Pentagon ending a 32-year-old traditional Memorial Day weekend for rolling to remember. Now AMVETS will try and secure RFK Stadium as an alternative staging area. AMVETS Executive Director Joe Chenley, excuse me, tells the 7 News I team he received a call from the Pentagon Friday afternoon saying, quote, a gentleman at the Pentagon told me that after careful consideration, our permit application was denied. He said considerations involved the continued spread of COVID-19 in the region and the nature of our event being that we are proposing a large gathering for an extended period of time, unquote. What filthy liars. For almost a year, the organizers of Rolling to Remember have been waiting for the Pentagon to sign off on a parking permit for Memorial Day weekend event that will bring in thousands of veterans and their motorcycles to the district. Two weeks ago, the 7 News I team reported the U.S. Defense Department was holding up what seems to be a simple decision to allow or deny thousands of military veterans to use its parking lot for a staging area for rolling to remember. It's the same parking lot the huge event has been using for the past 32 years. AMVETS is in charge of the event and happens to be a congressionally chartered veteran service organization representing the interests of 20 million veterans. Now, let me just pause here a moment to tell you that they have no problem, the administration, with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens gathering on the border, with thousands and thousands of them being corralled into quarters that can only handle a few hundred. 
We have not heard from the Pentagon from the day you called them the first time, said Joe Chenley, the National Executive Director of AMVETS. That's been a few weeks now. The Pentagon continues to decline the I-team's request for an on-camera interview. It did admit it revoked a parking permit for AMVETS after approving it in March. So it approved it in March, then it revoked it. And let me tell you where that comes from. That comes from the Oval Office. And I don't care how much Pisaki plays rope-a-dope, and I don't care how much the dope plays rope-a-dope in the Oval Office. I want America to understand what's going on here. The Pentagon's denial comes on the heels of the Smithsonian announcing last week that it'll reopen eight of its facilities to the public in May, starting with the National Air and Space Museum's Stephen F. Unvar Hazy Center in Chantilly. Additional museums in the National Zoo will open Friday, May 14, Friday, May 21. Also on Friday, the United States Holocaust Museum announced it plans to reopen on Monday, May 17, with reduced visitation, required face coverings, and so forth. I-team reporter Scott Taylor asked, these military vets are coming to Washington regardless if the Pentagon participates or not, correct? You're absolutely right, right, said Chenelly. We are seeing it on our websites and social media and all over the place. Much smaller groups, they're planning their own smaller rally points, and they're coming in. Which means a potential traffic nightmare for the district. Multiple staging areas all over the DMV before thousands of veterans on motorcycles head over to the National Mall. It's very disappointing for our members, said Chenley. There's been shock and deep disappointment expressed to us. AMVETS tell the I-Team the Metropolitan Police Department and the D.C. Mayor's Office is working with it to help make Rolling to Remember a success. Did you ever think you'd see the day with the Department of Defense headed by a left-wing radical who's a political hack, much like Mattis was, Mattis was denies these men and these women the right to meet up on the Pentagon parking lot? Because of COVID, you see. And they wait, and they wait to the last minute. Then in March, it's approved. Somebody obviously finds out it's approved, and then they pull their ticket. Do you think that would happen if it were Black Lives Matter? Do you think it would happen if it was some other Marxist group? No, I don't think so, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think Rudy Giuliani would have his, his home ransacked by the FBI, but for the fact that Biden's in town? Do you think the 1776 commission would have been killed as one of Joe Biden's first acts? If they weren't targeting patriotism and so forth? Do you know out in South Dakota, the Park Service, among others, has denied a fireworks on July 4th at Mount Rushmore? The fireworks at Mount Rushmore, which is in the middle of nowhere. What do you think about all this, folks? You know, on this immigration issue, let me ask you a question. Without Googling it or duck-ducking it or anything, ever hear of Latcrit? Mr. Callscreen or Richie, you're... Puerto Rican heritage, have you ever heard of a LATCRIT? L-A-T-C-R-T, you never heard of it? Everybody's going to run and now to their computers. That's okay. 
This is also discussed at some length in American Marxism. Latcrit is every bit as evil as critical race theory. And it's important to understand that this is also embraced by the Biden administration, by the Democrats in Congress. And this will explain to you why the borders are wide open. Now, I can touch on this very superficially right now. But the argument essentially is this. I hope all our friends on radio and on Fox are listening so they can report it, repeat it over the weekend. America doesn't belong to you white Europeans. It's never belonged to you white Europeans. America's bigger than America. It's two continents, North and South America. This United States, this is an utterly illegitimate project. We are the natives to this land. You don't get to tell us what to do. Did you know that, Richie V? Have you ever heard of that before? But it's more than that theory. It is a fact that is being instituted. You might call it reconquering, and so it's not about reconquering. It's about indoctrination and propaganda. You see, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about, oh, police brutality, we need to address that. Equality, we need to address that. These other, these Marxist movements, these Marxist movements that have been spawned from American Marxism, they're not interested in fixing anything. It's not about equality. It's not about opportunity. It's not about police brutality. It is about burning down the country. And I spent a lot of time on this. And this is just a tiny little piece. And it's important, again, that we understand all of it, that we get our nomenclature back, that we not allow them to get away with it. They're throwing around racism and xenophobia. It's time to confront this. It's time to confront it. This is the perfect time, Friday evening or this weekend, to pre-order your copy of American Marxism and to send a message to all these Marxist movements under the umbrella I called of American Marxism, to send a message to the Biden administration, to send a message to the media, to professional sports, to actors and actresses and academia, to send a message where they say, oh my God, this book named American Marxism? I don't think we can crush it. I don't think we can silence it. I don't think we can censor its author. There's just too many people who are interested in this subject. This is why I'm asking you. I have never done this with another book. This is why I'm asking you. We need to pile on and pile in as big as we can. You can get or pre-order this book at Amazon.com. You can go to Barnes & Noble if you don't like Amazon. There's other places. But please do it. You're going to see the full retail price. And as I explained with Amazon.com, once they discount it, and they will, before it's actually released, you will get the benefit of the discount, too. They will grandfather in the discount. That's how that works on a pre-order. So I urge you strongly, let's send a message now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And let's get this book into the hands of a million people. We will have a million-person army of patriots. Are going to engage? No, not violently. That's them. Engage. Engage. We're going to take our schools back. 
We're going to take our immigration system back. We're going to take it all back. And by take it back, what do I mean? The, oh, you must mean white supremacy. I certainly do not. I'm talking about Americanism, which is about as foreign to the Democrat Party and their surrogates as anything else. Stand with me. Stand with me. Because I stand with you. I'll be right back. Lovin. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send Imprimus to you for no cost every month. So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. So Mr. Producer says to me at the break, you know what's going to happen next week? I said, what's going to happen next week? All of a sudden, the backbenchers and radio and our favorite cable channel, they're all going to become overnight experts on crit. I said, you know, this is the danger. I don't want to tell you, please go pre-order American Marxism without giving you little pieces of information about what's in it. So I would encourage you to go pre-order that book Understand the backbenchers are going to jump in. They're going to do their Google searches. And here's the thing. A Google search or a Bing search or a DuckDuck search, it's very superficial. The way I write a book is I have stacks and stacks of books, preferably original sources. Or if they're contemporary sources, they're people that really have something to add. And you'll see some of those people, too. This book has over 400 endnotes. Over 400. Why? Because my parents taught me to have integrity. Don't steal stuff from people. So I don't. That's also my training. And so every assertion I make, every fact I present, you'll be able to look it up. And so will the enemy. And that's fine because I don't care about them anyway. But to just do a quick Google search and on a Saturday show or a Sunday show or the next week shows, hey, guess what I found out? I get at this and look at this. And then bring in three guests to talk about. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. That gets us absolutely nowhere. We're taking steps backwards. We're not taping, taking steps forward. And that's what I'm about, whether it's liberty and tyranny, whether it's the liberty amendments, whether it's the other books, it's time to move forward. It's time to go on offense, not to play games like people pretend they know stuff that they've never researched. It don't, 
I'm tired of it. They can be left in the dust. Left in the dust. But we need to go on offense. Millions of us. We need to start cracking their counter-revolution. We need to be a force to reckon with. We've done this before, you and me, in the Tea Party. We did this before. There's not another host in the country. Not another one in the country. And this isn't a put-down, this is a fact. Who was so intimately involved in the rise of the Tea Party movement. And you and I, we're going to do this. We are going to do this. Because if we don't succeed, then we're in deep you-know-what. I have complete faith in you. Complete faith in you. Something really rather incredible happened. There's a guy by the name of Craig Melvin. I must confess, I don't know this guy well. I'm trying to remember where I used to see him on these various sort of NBC one-off shows. I don't remember it's not 2020. What is that NBC magazine show? Whatever it is, doesn't matter. He always struck me as a lib. Well, lib or not, he demonstrated journalism today on the Today Show. He actually demonstrated journalism. And I want Craig Melvin to know if you continue to demonstrate journalism, two things will happen. Number one, you're likely to be sent off to do uh, reports from Guam. But number two, more and more Americans are going to respect you. I just want to tell you that. I don't come behind this microphone and condemn real journalists. John Roberts at Fox has done a superior job. I I don't mean to be rude. What is the person he does the news with? I don't remember. But she's done a superb job. See if you can look that up real fast. I'm a little embarrassed. She has done a superb job. Brett Baer. Does a superb job. I can't remember everybody. Sorry over there. There are a number of them. Sandra Smith has done a superb job. Yes, she has. And there's others. Oh, my Lord, I go down this line. Hemmer. Bill Hemmer does a superb job. Uh, There's like three or four others. that My mind just uh, slips me. I'm having a Biden all over the place. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we get back, I want you to hear some of this interview by Craig Melvin. I would never, ever waste my time with an NBC Today Show host except to demonstrate a point. And that is, Craig, keep it up. If you don't, you'll be again on the ash heap of journalism. But keep it up. Because what you did was absolutely shocking to most Americans, those who watch the Today Show, which which isn't many. But I got the clips right here. We'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I was thinking off air. 
Other real reporters, Kevin Corker, Peter Ducey, not opinion people, reporters, John Scott, Rick Leventhal, and there are actually several others. All the people that Fox have in the field are really quite good. Um, and there are others, so if I didn't name you, I apologize. And then there are, of course, stinkers all over cable, but you know who they are. You don't need me to mention them either. I mentioned this guy, Craig Melvin. Craig Melvin has always struck me as a lib. But in this instance, he was actually a reporter. And so we want to congratulate him. Uh, And we hope this will continue. It'll be tough over there at NBC, which is owned by Comcast. It'll be tough. But we want to encourage it. So let's, let's take a listen at the Today Show. Craig Melvin, cut one, go. In your first 100 days, you proposed $6 trillion in, in new spending, and you plan to pay for it by raising taxes on people, on businesses, on investments. Why, why tax and spend so much when the economy is still recovering as a result of the pandemic? That's the reason why it's recovering, because we're investing. Well, 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 well. Let, let's just stop with this moron. So the economy is recovering because we're investing? Ladies and gentlemen, most of these trillions haven't even been spent yet. So what is he talking about? He's such a lame brain and such a liar. Go ahead. Look how rapidly it's recovered since we passed the last piece of legislation. So and that- CBO and so many of these others that are involved in the, uh, the, the prediction game said that this economy was going to explode in growth. And this is before Joe Biden became president of the United States. So here he is once again trying to ride the horse and take credit for it, like with the vaccines. Go ahead. It was $1.9 trillion. If we don't invest in this country, we're going to actually start to, we're going to fall behind even further. Democrats and Republicans for generations have been, shall we say, skeptical about the ability of big government to do big things. What, What makes you so confident that skepticism has changed? Now let's just stop. These are two great questions from this man. You would never expect this from NBC. Forget about the idiot answering the questions. These are two great questions from this man. Go ahead. First of all, the facts don't reflect that. I don't have any inordinate faith in government, but there's certain things only... (laughs) God. Well, if you don't, nobody does, pal. If you don't, nobody does. All right. Let's go to cut to more Craig Melvin with, uh, with uh, what's-his-face. Go ahead. Immigration was, was not one of the crises that demanded urgent action in January. Does it demand urgent action now? Is, is what's happening at the southern border, is it a crisis? Beautiful. Craig Melvin. Seriously, bro. This is outstanding. You won't hear this from any of the... Backbenchers on CNN or MSNBC or any of your colleagues, Craig. I'm like, what? No, I could have ignored this. and just, No, I'm not going to ignore this. Now, that doesn't mean Craig won't revert back to, uh, uh, to form, and I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't, because here, Craig is demonstrating what it is to be a journalist. And at NBC, there are no journalists, but maybe Craig has become a journalist. I'm telling you the truth. Go ahead. Urgent action. Now, for example, a month ago, 
we had. Okay, forget about the liar. Forget about him. Let's move on. Craig Melvin. Actually, let's continue. Can we move to Craig Melvin, or do we have to hear all of Biden in this cut? All right, go ahead. Play it. In custody in places they shouldn't be, and controlled by the Border Patrol. We have now I cut that down. I will sing over Biden. You can play him. Go ahead. Here, look, here's what happened, Craig. The failure to have no, a real sing. transition. The I'll just talk over Biden. Ignore Biden. You give us access to virtually We're waiting to get through Biden to get back to Craig Mellon. And the Defense Department. Because I'm playing these segments out. because of Craig Mellon. It's like, whoa, what's going on here? Considerably. But in right. April alone, Mr. President, 170,000 people, migrants, apprehended at the border. It's a 20-year record. There are 22,000 unaccompanied children in our country right now. That's a, that, that's a record. That sounds to most folks like a crisis. Whoa! Craig! The Today Show, NBC. Craig! Keep it up, baby. You're going to be my new hero. Wow. We don't care what Biden has to say because he's a liar. But Craig! Man. Let's go to cut three. Go. During the campaign, you pledged to reunite hundreds of children who have been separated from uh, their parents by the previous administration. According to our reporting, in in your first 100 days, not one child's been reunited. I don't think that. How is that? Whoa! Craig. Craig. You're right up there, man. I'm telling you, you could could be Edward R. Murrow, who wasn't that hot, actually. But you could be. You really could be, Craig. You keep it up. You're separating yourself from the pack. Thinking for yourself, independent journalism, asking the president questions he didn't expect to get. He thought he'd be there with, what's her name, Yamichi Alcindor? Or, 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 or one of those uh, stiffs. That's what he figured he'd be getting from. Question from the, but no, it's Craig Melvin. Wow. Go ahead. I don't think that's true, but that could be. What we have done is we have, we have united children with their families as they've come across the border. But one of the things is we don't know yet where those kids are. And we're trying like hell to figure out what happened. It's almost like being a sleuth. And we're still this is so bizarre. Like this is so bizarre. You don't secure the border, but we're trying to figure out like hell where these kids belong. This is the greatest act of child abuse in modern American history, if not American history, being committed by the dumbest man to ever be president of the United States, vice president of the United States, or United States senator. Unbelievable. Let's continue. Go. Where they are. You said to, 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 to migrants, don't come. You said don't come. You're very clear. Or would you tell parents in, in, in Central America and Mexico, don't send your kids? Absolutely. And, and look, here's the deal. So don't send your kids. That's the message. Do not send your kids, period. They're most, they're in jeopardy going, making that thousand mile trek. And so what we're doing. All right. All right. Not going to listen to that buffoon. Not going to listen to that. But, but Craig Melman, I'm going to tell you something. We're going to keep an eye on you, man. I hope you continue to show how journalism is supposed to work. Because I, I am shocked, I must confess. I'm literally shocked. There you are on NBC, the Today Show. You have a reputation for... It's quite, quite a bit as a lib. As a lib. Now we have more here, don't we, Mr. Producer, that you hid under cut six. Is that right? Do we have more Craig Melvin here? 
Cut six, go. Uh, kids in K through 12 schools obviously are not going to be able to, to get the vaccine by the fall. Should all schools in this country be open this fall for five day in five day a week in person learning regardless? Perfect. Great question, because that exposes the Biden lie. The Biden lie where he's a hack for the teachers unions, many of them in the uh, in the larger metropolitan areas like L.A. and Chicago, to name just two, don't want to get back to work. They're saying it's not enough for us to get vaccinated. Now, vaccinate the kids. It doesn't matter what they say at Johns Hopkins. It doesn't matter what they say at Yale. It doesn't matter what they say at Stanford. It doesn't matter what they say at Oxford. It doesn't matter what they say at any of these places. We have to have these kids vaccinated. No, you don't. Yes, we do. Follow the propaganda, not the science. Go ahead. And to the CDC, they should probably all be open. There's not overwhelming evidence that there's much of a transmission among these people, young people. CDC guidance this week about outdoor mask wearing. Yeah. A lot of folks excited that they can now shed these masks if they've been double vaccinated. Um, are, are you going to be one of these folks now? Are we no longer going to see the president of the United States outside with a mask on? Good question, Craig. I don't believe this. I mean, I'm really impressed. Don't disappoint us in the future, Craig Melvin, please. Don't disappoint us in the You're not being rude to the president. You're not being snide. In other words, but phony journalists were to Donald Trump throughout his presidency and before. You're asking serious questions. You're pressing him. He's got to be shocked. We've got one more here, don't we, Mr. Producer? Craig Melvin, this is your life. Cut a Craig Melvin go. There's been some vocal opposition, especially from teachers unions, to this idea that the, the teachers should be forced back into the classrooms this fall, regardless of vaccinations. Well, what do you say? I mean, what's your message to educators? Is it time to get back in the classroom this fall, no matter what? See how he pins them? Nice. Go ahead. I think it depends on. Uh... Oh, wait a minute. It's Dr. Jill Biden. But she's a doctor. She'll know. I don't know what she's. What's she a doctor of? Uh, of what? Behavioral sciences or uh, uh, education? Uh, where she get her doctorate degree from? I'm being quite serious. Frank's School of Advanced uh, Whatever. Where, uh, uh, I, anyway, let's ask Doctor Jill. But she's not a medical doctor, mind you. Go ahead. We're following the science and what the CDC says, and so. Each district is different, and uh, so I think we have to listen to the experts. No, actually, each district is not different in this sense. We have a virus. We have the data. We know who's affected most seriously and who's not. We have a vaccine. It's been given to hundreds of millions of people in this country and other countries, thanks to Operation Warp Speed and the science that was pressed by President Trump. And we have the science, but it's up to each district. If you have the science, how can it be up to each district? Right? Wet is wet, dry is dry, science is science. It's not up to each district. See, they're bought and paid for by the teachers' unions, ladies and gentlemen, which is the greatest Marxist operation going on. It really is. They even function like a Marxist operation. They're even top-down sort of private police state like a Marxist operation. They tolerate very little dissent. Go ahead. And then the districts have to decide. 
But we, we know um, this, this time that's been lost in terms of learning, especially in communities of color, uh, especially mm -hmm. kids, poor kids who haven't been in classrooms, who don't have access uh, to high-speed Internet. Just the mental stress, the toll it's taken on, on these children. How, how could we justify not returning to in-person learning? Craig Melvin, ladies and gentlemen. A real reporter at NBC of all places. So you better believe the hammer's coming down on this guy. This guy not only hit a grand slam, he hit two grand slams. He laid it out. Every question. He's telling her what the science is. And what does she say? Go. Well, I am concerned about the, the lost learning, but I but. do think we have an opportunity now to um, make things better. Does anybody know what Dr. Jill Biden's talking about? I'm concerned about the lost learning, but I do think we have an opportunity now to make things better. Why? Because Joe's here. Joe vaccinated everybody. Joe single-handedly created jobs, and Joe single-handedly is creating businesses. Joe single-handedly is helping people all over the world. We've never seen anything like Joe. Nothing. I understand. I do. That he keeps reaching down trying to tie the laces on his non-existent loafers. We get this. I understand, Joe. I really do that he keeps walking into walls. We know about Joe. But when it comes to the big issues, ladies and gentlemen, he is a mixture of Lincoln and Churchill and Reagan We've never seen anything like Joe Biden before, ladies and gentlemen. She knows about this concern about education. She knows. But now maybe we can make things better. Actually, she's an idiot. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com. And enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L E V I N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. We have a tremendous life, liberty, and live-in on Sunday. I must confess, I always think they're great. Not because of me, but because of the guest or guests. And we have a fantastic guest for the entire hour, Senator Josh Hawley. As you know, Senator Josh Hawley was the target of an effort to try and prevent him from publishing a book. Well, we're going to talk about that book at some length. That's number one. Number two, 
Josh Hawley has been the target of a character assassination campaign because of his effort in raising questions with respect to the federal constitution and some of the issues that took place in the state of Pennsylvania. He wasn't chasing any conspiracy theories. And so, of course, they try and destroy him in that regard. And I just felt I would give the senator an opportunity, like we can only do on Life, Liberty, and Levin, because it's a long-form interview program on cable. On cable, a long-form interview program on cable like nothing else. And I let the guests speak and finish their thoughts. And Josh Hawley will do that in spades, and I think you're going to find him extraordinarily compelling. So I hope you'll tune at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. If you can't watch it live or you have other things to do, you can always DVR the program. You're not going to want to miss it one way or another. Again, not because of me, but because of him. He's had some very, very uh, compelling arguments. You may not agree with all of them, but nonetheless, he's very articulate in expressing them. And, of course, they're trying to character assassinate him and smear him. So, Senator Josh Hawley for the full hour on Life, Liberty, and Levin. We have lines of people trying to get on a Life, Liberty, and Levin. We have publishers pushing their authors and books. I can't turn my show into book notes C-SPAN, which I happen to love, by the way. Uh, if there's a particular book that is really a sort of newsworthy or that sort of thing, then we'll take a good look at that. But as a general rule, we just can't do that. I only have one show a week on Fox, right? Because that's all I want. That's all I've asked for. But I do think maybe I should do a book show on that network. Don't you think, Mr. Producer? Maybe I could take, maybe I can do what I did with Sunday night, where I told the wonderful executives there, I said, let me do the show my way. It'll be different than the other shows. Give it a couple of months. It'll pick up steam. You got to give it a couple months to set in. And, uh, Give me the worst time you have. 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday. Well, it happened to be the highest rated show, prime time, in the evenings and nights, on all of cable news talk. So they moved me up to 8. So I'm thinking, why not let me do a book show once a week, late on Saturday night? Would you like that? I'm just talking out loud. Would you like that, Mr. Producer? So people can wind down a little bit, and still, we can make the case for our principles. We can advance certain smart arguments, introduce you to very smart people who are relevant to what's going on in our country. I think that would be great. Just a thought. I'll be right back. Levin, tough as hell. That's why I like Mark Levin. And I'm not sure a lot of people like him. He's tough as hell. But I like him. I love him. Call in now. 877-381-3811. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been on a hiatus from other Fox shows um, during the week. Not my show, of course. Because I needed to finish my book, American Marxism. And so I was focused like a laser... Uh, And so you haven't seen me on these other Fox shows for about a month. The goal was to try and get this book 
listed and linked to so you could pre-order it as fast as possible and so we can publish it as fast as possible because the publishing process is typically a very slow process. And we are moving this as speedily as possible. This is our Operation Warp Speed, although clearly not as complex, but this is our Operation Warp Speed for publishing houses. And so the publishers not only moving as quickly as they can, they're going to clear the decks when the time comes, and it's ready to print it as quickly as possible. And so we have the deadline and the release of July 13th. But you can still pre-order it. We can drive up the numbers. We can show the world that the silent majority is not silent anymore. Just go to Amazon.com. It's there. American Marxism. You can also go to Barnes & Noble and other online outlets as well. Everybody watches that, that uh, Amazon. I'm not a big fan of Amazon, too, but what am I supposed to do? There's only so many ways to do this, and uh, it's not in retail stores yet. We can't, we can't slow down our counter-revolution to the counter-revolution uh, by uh, allowing ourselves to create these obstacles. You have asked me over and over again, what can be done, what can be done, what can be done? I watched a segment on a program that I enjoy very much where somebody was saying, we have solutions, was talking about solutions. I didn't hear one solution, to be perfectly honest with you. So next week I'm going to be on the the 7 p.m. show where they're having uh, hosts. They're running through various hosts. I guess they're competing for the slot. I'm not sure. Uh, Pete Hegseth has asked me, so I'll be on there next week. And uh, Hannity has asked me to be on his program next week. So uh, one day next week, I'll be on with Pete. One day next week, I'll be on with Sean. Of course, I have Life, Liberty, and Levin, which I hope you'll always watch. May I say? I think I will. The WSBA in Philadelphia, how are you? I'm fine. So great to talk to you. Thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. I wanted to um, mention that I was really frosted over the story of the AMVETS denial that you Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier this evening. Mm -hmm. I'm not a veteran. I can't join the AMVETS directly. But my attempt at a Patriot solution is to check for associate memberships in organizations like the AMVETS, maybe the VFW, and then branch out into other veteran and patriotic organizations to try to support them. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. And what's been done here is a disgusting disgrace. And you know damn well it came out of the White House. Oh Biden might say, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Look at that. It's a paper airplane. But you know what? The people around him know damn well what they did. Absolutely. There's no way. I'm just telling you as somebody who's worked at the White House under Reagan, somebody that's worked at the Justice Department, all this, there is no way a major decision like this wasn't made without Biden knowing or his chief of staff, this clown Ron Klain. There is no way a decision this huge wasn't made without the, the top people at the White House signing off on it. An attack on our vets, an attack on our men and women in uniform, an attack on our Border Patrol It is an attack on the civil society. That is exactly what's going on here. There's no question about it. And I want to thank you for your call, my friend, very much. And she's talking about AMVETS. 32 years in a row under Democrats and Republicans, they've been able to meet at the parking lot of the Pentagon, which is befitting of who they are. They're veterans. And they've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get approval from the Pentagon. 
And then this afternoon, Friday afternoon, they were told no. Because of COVID, of course. What a lie. They were told no. If it was COVID, why didn't they tell them six months ago? They've been trying to get an answer for a long time. And in South Dakota, South Dakota, the Biden administration said no fireworks around Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is in the middle of nowhere. No fireworks? Well, we had them last year when the virus was was at its peak. No, we can't have it, ladies and gentlemen, because of the virus. Well, it's outdoors. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. You're being vaccinated. Many of you are wearing masks. You're very dutiful people. You're doing what you're told. You're doing what you're asked. And it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. They don't want you to give up your masks. It's a power thing. I'm not saying under certain circumstances you shouldn't wear a mask. Stick with the science. But that's not them. That's not really what they're about. The data is out there. We have real scientists who don't work for the federal government. Some of them at our greatest medical universities. Statisticians looking at the data and saying, whoa, 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 whoa. These kids in elementary school, they don't need vaccinations in order to get these teachers back to work. But Dr. Jill Biden with her PhD, oh, yes. She said, look, Joe and I play doctor and nurse. I feel like I'm a real doctor. Uh, That's your problem, Jill. Jack and Joe went up the hill, but this time Joe and Joe went up the hill and have gone over to the dark side. And so here we are. They're not following the science. They attack the vets. They attack the fireworks. And, and I have to say, and I'll say it again, pay attention, backbenchers, not you, them. Why are Democrats celebrating July 4th at all? Remember I mentioned this last month, Mr. Producer? What is it, their holiday that they want to celebrate? What's it called again? June something? Juneteenth. And when is Juneteenth? June 18th or 19th? Or is it the whole month of June? I don't know. So they're celebrating Juneteenth, I thought. Many corporations, I think our corporation that I work for, Juneteenth is a holiday. June 19th, Juneteenth. Isn't that... But they're supposed to celebrate, or they're not actually supposed to celebrate. What are people supposed to do? Riot, right? Burn things down, I think. That's what Juneteenth is. But it, but it doesn't matter. Why are Democrats in Washington, D.C., why are people in the Biden administration, why are universities and colleges, why are People in Hollywood, why are any of the usual reprobates, miscreants, and malcontents celebrating July 4th when they have been told and their orders have been handed down from the Holocaust-denying New York Times that it's not July 4th, it's Juneteenth when America was founded. In slavery. So there's nothing to celebrate. So why do we have a Juneteenth and a day off if we're not celebrating? Well, you figure it out. But July 4th, 
That can't possibly be a Democrat Party holiday. But it's like Joe Biden standing there at a podium in front of the nation. Well, not the nation, 12 people. But nonetheless, standing there the other night at his state of confusion speech, turns around, never before, I paraphrase, never before as a president stood here in front of you, in front of two women. I said, say what? Those are two women? Here I've trained myself. I have beaten myself up not to notice that somebody is a female. I have done everything humanly possible to get rid of the word female, girl, woman, lady, vagina, all of that. I said, out of my head, out of mind, out of sight. And Joe Biden, Joe Biden, there he is, state of confusion. He's bragging that there's two women behind us. Two women? No, it's them, it's they, it's it, it's, it's uh, it, it's what, it's what. What are you talking about, Joe? I'm shocked. And everybody's standing up and applauding. There's two women. Wait, wait, wait. It's what's between the ears, not what's between the legs. Biology is irrelevant. Remember, they follow the science, except when it comes to your privates. No, no, don't. Then follow the psychopaths. Follow the psychopaths, not the science. So I'm thinking, if we really did that, and he was standing there giving a speech in front of two peoples, and it's what's between their ears that matter, not what's between their leg. And I thought to myself, this is the first time in American history that Joe Biden has, or any president, has stood in front of people who jointly have a negative IQ. I'll be right back. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com. And enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L E V I N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the publisher this weekend, see if we can't move this book date up. I don't think we can. Moving as fast as we can. But I'm chomping at the bit, ladies and gentlemen, aren't you? We're already in the fray. 
But now we need to back up. We need air cover. We, we need to really jump in heavy duty. Heavy duty. We need to take the initiative. We need to determine what the language is and is not. We need to create the narrative. We need to go on offense. We need to take a really close look at what's going on in our classrooms. And not just public schools. Tenure. At colleges and universities. We need to take a really close look at textbooks. We need to really delve into this so-called climate change. We need to look at their propaganda, their censorship, and their subversion. And so many other things. And we will. We're going to do this together. We have a country to save, you and me. And when you read this book, and if your kids read it, and your grandkids read it, if you get it into their hands, and if there's a million of us, a million liberty soldiers, not violence, you idiots on the left, We know what we mean. I think we will succeed. Give hope a chance. I am truly desperate. You can tell I'm chomping at the bit. It's like the Kentucky Derby here. I'm chomping at the bit to share this with you, to go through it with you. I can't get to it. You've only heard nine, what? One-tenth of one percent of what I'm up to here. None of this is going to be easy. It's it's difficult. But we don't have a choice and we can do it. So I hope you'll take the time out now, tonight, tomorrow, the next day. And think about getting a copy to your kids, particularly if they're in college or going to college or they're in high school. So you can almost immunize them for what's coming. So they have the answers, they have the knowledge and so forth. But uh, this is going to be quite a road here that we are going to take, you and me. We've done this before. You and I have done this before. We did it with the Tea Party, and we're going to do it again. Senator Manchin of West Virginia, I just want to say to Senator Manchin, I'm not a big fan of this guy, but be very careful crossing the streets or anything else, Senator Manchin, because the left hates your guts now. He says he's not going to support a 51st state, and he doesn't support eliminating the filibuster. I don't know. Better be careful before he crosses the street. We know how these leftists are, don't we? They're not very good at driving buses, if you get my drift. Head over to Amazon.com now if you can, folks. And I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. So this has been emailed to me, a link to Oprah's book. What happened to you? Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing 
Bruce D. Perry, MD, PhD, and Oprah Winfrey. What does Oprah Winfrey have to do with this? What can she teach us? Oprah Winfrey is a money machine. She's got her fingers on all kinds of capitalist ventures. She's a multi-billionaire. She also is part of the the race machine in this country. She has promoted and praised racists, in my view, who are pushing critical race theory. Now, you will see, because of the work that you have been doing and I've been doing here over the many, many months and years on this critical race theory, and we're not alone. There's other wonderful people who have been working on this, again, as you'll find out in the book. Oprah Winfrey has given them voice. She's given them platforms. She views you as suckers. LeBron James views you as a sucker. Joe Biden views you as a sucker. In his case, you'll keep voting for him. In the other cases, you'll keep spending money as if you live in two worlds, because they do. They're the chief beneficiaries of a capitalist system. And yet they are the chief individuals trashing the country and you. So I'm looking at the product description of this book. I'm thinking to myself, wow, it's number two on Amazon, right behind my book, thanks to you folks. And I am deeply blessed. And I hope we'll be joined by tens of thousands of you. It says, our earliest experiences shape our lives far down the road. And what happened to you? That's the name of the book provides powerful scientific and emotional insights into the behavioral patterns so many of us struggle to understand. Through this lens, we can build a renewed sense of personal self-worth. This is Oprah. And ultimately, recalibrate our responses to circumstances, situations, and relationships. It is, in other words, the key to reshaping our very lives, Oprah Winfrey. Now, I want you to think about this. She's talking to you as if you're an individual. You have your individual experiences. You need to renew your sense of personal worth. You need to really examine the situations and relationships you've been in and how they have shaped your very lives. Now, wait a minute. Oprah Winfrey and people on the Marxist left keep telling us that we are systemically racist. And yet she writes a book that claims that you should look at your own situation, your own self-worth, get a renewed sense of your personal self-worth. new sense of your personal self-worth while she's calling you a racist because of your skin color. Or she's certainly joining people who are, promoting people who are, with the critical race theory and so forth. It goes on. This book is going to change the way you see your life. Now, in this sense of racism, I don't mean that she's personally a racist. I mean she's adopting and embracing and promoting a racist theory. Which accuses you of being a racist. White, black, or indifferent. If you don't join in with the Marxist left, you're a racist. You support the white-dominant, white-privileged society. 
They write, have you ever wondered, why did I do that? Or why can't I just control my behavior? Others may judge our reactions and think, what's wrong with that person? When questioning our emotions, it's easy to place the blame on ourselves, holding ourselves and those around us to an impossible standard. It's time we started asking a different question. Holding ourselves and those around us to an impossible standard? Critical race theory is about holding you responsible for any defect, default, imperfection that may affect somebody else because of your race. Through deeply personal conversations, Oprah Winfrey and renowned brain and trauma expert Dr. Bruce Perry offer a groundbreaking and profound shift from asking what's wrong with you to what happened to you. Here, Winfrey shares stories from her own past, understanding through experience the vulnerability that comes from facing trauma and adversity at a young age. In conversation throughout the book, she and Dr. Perry focus on understanding people, behavior, and ourselves. But she doesn't understand people, behavior, and ourselves when she's hooked up with this radical, race-based ideology, promotes it, and gives its key authors platforms like nobody else. And this book's number two on Amazon.com. Number two. Isn't it time to stop paying people? Stop making them unimaginably wealthy? When on the one hand, they participate in books like this, and then on the other hand... They're promoting an agenda and an ideology that is destructive of the people who they want to buy their books, to watch their movies, to watch their TV shows. This is what I'm talking about. This is why it's crucially important. You understand, if little old me and a book called American Marxism can crush multi-billionaire, a personal conglomerate, Oprah Winfrey and her hypocrisy. You understand how big a story that is? That we are back. Not not about race. When I say we, I mean all of us, a diverse nation of patriots who love this country. People have come to this country with different backgrounds and races. That we are back. We intend to defend what is ours. And what is ours? What is ours? Liberty. In capitalism, private property rights, bottom line, unalienable rights that belong to all of us. We will even protect them for those who are too ignorant or stupid to understand what's taking place. This is why it's crucial that American Marxism outshine real Marxism and the useful idiots, including billionaires, who embrace various movements that respond from Marxism. You get my point, Mr. Producer? I think, I think everyone does. That's why when I look at these lists on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, these are precursors to what's coming on July 13th. Precursors to me. I watch this, not every minute, but people are telling me, and I keep track of it, to see, are we going to have a movement here? How big are we going to get? 
And I'm saying to myself, we need to get really, really big. And I have complete faith in you Levinites and you patriots out there. And this has to get beyond us to other people. Ideas have consequences. Yes, books even have consequences. Pamphlets like Thomas Paine's The American Crisis that I've talked about for decades. It has a consequence. So I hope you'll get your pre-order. Amazon.com or other outlets so we can make a statement immediately. When I come back, former mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Mark Levin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. You know, Rudy Giuliani is a friend of mine and my wife. Rudy Giuliani is one of the gutsiest people I've ever known. Rudy Giuliani's been on this radio show. He's been on Life, Liberty, and Levin. And Rudy Giuliani has dared to take on, really, injustice in this country, what's been done to an elected president. And so, like others, but particularly in his case, they seek to destroy him. Rudy Giuliani, I'm not going to ask you how you are. I know this is disgusting and very aggravating and all the rest of it. It's disgusting and aggravating, but I can take it. You have to know know what you stand for. And this is, uh, this to me is, uh, I don't know if it's easy. It's not easy, but I, I know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm standing for. I know what I'm doing is right and correct and truthful. And I'm acting as a lawyer that you know, thirty years ago would have been would have been uh, completely respected for fighting for, let's say, an unpopular client, mm-hmm. and fighting for him very vigorously, which is what I did. Here's what bothers me in part, among many things, and I just want the audience to understand this: they took your your information. There's privileged information. There's confidential information. There's potentially a presidential. Uh, Immunity information there, privilege. And now what they've done with these uh, police state tactics is they've turned the process around. Now you have to fight to get documents protected and back as opposed to going through them in advance and giving them to them. This is a dirty play, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Uh, This is really uh, something that you, you and I, having been in the Justice Department, I don't think would have thought was possible in the 80s or 90s. First of all, in... At the height of the defense from the uh, phony Ukrainian impeachment charge, they went in and 
They invaded my iCloud from the day I began representing Donald Trump until that date. So obviously, they signaled the fact that they weren't interested in anything about me. They didn't go back to before I represented Trump. They went. They began on the day I began representing Trump. That was their originating date until the date that they invaded my iCloud without telling me. So they went and got everything off my iCloud. Gosh, I, I would imagine half of it being attorney-client privilege, right? Unbelievable. At that point, this was this was an intense period. This was November of 2019 when he was being falsely accused of that quid pro quo with the president of of Ukraine, when in fact Biden had the quid pro quo and he didn't. The interesting thing, Mark, is we could we could uh, trace this as all projection by Democrats. They mm-hmm. accuse Trump of what they did. Mm-hmm. So he Biden offered a bribe to the president of Ukraine, a quid pro quo. Trump didn't. But they played it out as a quid pro quo for three weeks before Trump released the, the document. Now, they took all my secret communications with the president during that period of time. Unbelievable. That is completely, I mean, that's completely un-American. I have never heard of that before. I've never heard of that. If I, I ran a U.S. attorney's office, I think the greatest in the country that's become a, I don't know, something you would see in East Berlin mm-hmm. for the last five years. And if that happened, it was one of my assistants. They'd have been fired. They'd have been disbarred and possibly prosecuted. If it was a Democrat or a Republican, you don't. I mean, I, I deliberately didn't invade the attorney client privilege, even when I had the opportunity to get a meeting of the mafia commission. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 I don't think I've ever revealed that before, but I revealed it to you. But what you're revealing is the way lawyers are supposed to conduct themselves. It's an aggressive game. It's an aggressive activity, but you're still supposed to follow the rules. Now, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do anything. I can't do any. Here, here, here's my rationale when I when I didn't do that. I'm going to get these guys anyway. I put them all away for 100 years. I'm going to get them anyway. Why do I have to go over overboard and basically instill in every American some fear that if I tell everything to my lawyer, the government's going to come and listen to it, and then I, I destroy a privilege that's enormously important to our rights that we have from God and. Uh, I rejected doing it, and I had people on one side and an, and another. Now these animals don't—they don't care about that. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just get Trump by any means possible. It's also Trump is the only president in American history who doesn't have constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a right to counsel. He doesn't have a right to to cross-examine witnesses. He doesn't have a right to due process. I mean, it's 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 absurd what the the, the way in which. I saw this as a young man, and this is why I stopped being a liberal. I saw how the liberals would justify uh, the ends by the means, mm-hmm. and then they would glorify their ends as, you know, saving the republic, and therefore we can frame people. I mean, this describes the Clintons, it describes the Bidens, it describes a lot of these out-of-control out of people that will do anything that they believe is justified in order to defeat conservatives. So what is your lawyer going to do now to uh, respond to this? Uh, I I think it's unconstitutional to respond to this. So uh, uh, we've been joined by Alan Dershowitz, who's 
Good. Going to be uh, going to help us with the uh, constitutional part of it. I've got uh, Bob Costello, who was my first student assistant when I was an assistant U.S. attorney. He rose mm-hmm. to the level of a criminal head of the criminal division, which you know in right. Southern District of New York is the most important position, aside from the one I held, which was U.S. attorney. Mm-hmm. And we're going to also use Arthur Idala's law firm, and we're going to challenge. Uh, basically, we're going to quash the subpoena. And say it's completely um, a violation of the Constitution in so many ways, you know, I can't even describe right now. Fourth Amendment, Sixth Amendment, Fourteenth Amendment. Uh, we're also then going to consider, and we're considered very seriously, a 1983 action against them for violation of my constitutional rights. Tell everybody what that to, means, 1983. 1983 is, is, is the law that protects us against the government violating our civil rights. And they certainly violated my civil rights. They, uh, in, they, they, they took my iCloud without telling me. They also, this is a totally separate thing, but they monitored my calls for about four weeks wow. at the request of the ambassador from the Ukraine, who they all protect, who was a complete crook, working for Soros, Yovanovitch. And, uh, and, then, and then they entered my home with a search warrant that's completely illegal. I mean, there was you don't get a search warrant from a person who for a year and a half is offering to come in and tell you whatever you want to know if you have any questions about uh, criminality. I my lawyer, Bob Costello, has four different occasions, memos of offering them. We'll come in and talk to you. They had no reason to believe I was going to destroy evidence. And what is the pretext? What is, what is the uh, the crime of the century? The crime of the century on which they banged down my door at 6 o'clock in the morning and they invaded my law office where there's material, not just with regard to Donald Trump and a lot of it, but there's material with regard to a lot of other clients who are entitled to believe that they can talk to their lawyer confidentially without the Biden goons coming in and looking at it. Mm -hmm. And this is horrendous what they're doing. So we're going to challenge it. On both grounds, and uh, I mean, unless we've got a unless we've got a distorted left-wing judge, I mean, this is traditional American constitutional rights, and this is something that I couldn't even conceive of when I ran the Southern District of New York. Can I uh, hold you over uh, to the next segment? Sure, we have a hard absolutely, break. Mark, anything, all right, absolutely. We're talking to Rudy Giuliani. We all really need to listen to this. If they can do this to Rudy Giuliani, trust me, they can do this to anybody. And by this, I mean using mobster tactics. That's exactly what this is. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us. 
we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811. It's a critical time to be vigilant in defense of freedom. We're here with Rudy Giuliani, and I'm truly sorry you're going through this. Now, this thinks like a fishing expedition against you, and a fishing expedition to try and reach President Trump. What do you think? Well, sure. I mean, if you look at it, the, the earlier intrusion into my iCloud begins roughly on the day that I represent Donald Trump. No interest in anything before that. Mm-hmm. So it's a roughly about May of, 9th of 2018. And I began representing him late April, early May 2018. So, I mean, they, they give away the fact that what they're really interested in is my communications with Donald Trump. Nothing three months before that, nothing four months before that, the day I the day I begin representing Trump, they want all my they want everything in my iCloud. They mm-hmm. take it and they themselves unilaterally decide what's privileged and what they read it all. Mm-hmm. They read every single confidential communication. And then they decided on their own, the prosecutors, they decided which ones were privileged and not. How would they know what's privileged and not privileged? They don't know my thinking, his thinking, my co counsel's thinking. I mean, this is a complete intrusion into the attorney-client relationship. And it's very, very important when they did this. They did it, they did it in uh, November of 2019 when the charges, uh, all the, all the uh, charges against him, based on that uh, ridiculous interpretation of his conversation with the president of the Ukraine was taking place. So they were basically look. I believe they were looking for evidence against him on that. And who knows? And what we need? What we first of all, it's out and out illegal. It's an unbelievable, gross violation of the Constitution. It's almost as if we don't. It's as if we don't have a Constitution. I should be able to rely on the fact that when I talk to my clients, it's confidential. And most, more importantly, they should be able to rely on it. Why are they going to talk to me or you or any any other lawyer? They have virtually destroyed the attorney-client privilege. The idea the first time they've also they've also you know searched two other lawyers of Trump's, maybe three. It's like he doesn't have a a right to counsel. No, and 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 the idea that the government gets to decide what is or isn't privileged—that's the battle that's supposed to occur in front of a judge, where both sides make their case and say, "No, no, no, you don't understand." Correct. This is a. this is a privileged communication. This is my theory of the case, or this is Jay Sekulow's theory of the case, or somebody else. And now you're stealing it, and you're getting ready for, to impeach him. I mean, my God, it's bad enough you're framing him. Now you want to know what his lawyers are thinking. I mean, this is this is so un-American that it would. Gosh, I think if we had liberals left, mm-hmm. you know, like liberals that I stopped being, and became something different because I thought they were too, too soft on communism and too soft on, 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 on crime. But if we had the old liberals left, they would go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if they had integrity, 
Well, if, I, if, if they can do this to me and to the president, they can do it to anybody. And in many ways, they're starting to do it to everybody. Um, yeah, they really I mean, are. I, 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 I don't think, Mark, and I don't mean to sound like a, a, a conspiracy theorist, or, but I, this administration is headed straight, uh, straight toward uh, some kind of authoritarian government. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, uh, it already is. This guy's signing legislation like he's Congress. He's instituting uh, all these uh, racist theories. He's instituting all these uh, gender issues. He uh, he even talks like a Marxist with his class warfare and oppressor oppressed, and people can call it whatever they want. We've really never seen anything like this, Rudy. No, we haven't. This is way beyond even even the critical race theory derives from Marx and Engels' critical theory. Yes, that's so they right. They just substituted. Uh, the whites, the white, the white, the white people, the white males in particular, become the bourgeoisie, mm-hmm. and uh, people of color become the proletariat. That's right. And let's overturn the government and turn over all the property to them. I mean, it's 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 uh, classic Marxism. And the and the and attack on cops, blow out the cops. I mean, what's left? Take our guns away. This is this is uh, we have never faced an attack on our civil liberties like this. And really, the courts are going to have to step up or that. You know what? They're going to devour the courts next. Attack their independence. They've already threatened it. Gee, Mark, they did a pretty good job of that during the, during yeah, the election kidding. battle. I mean, they, they wouldn't listen to one single witness. It was like, see no evil, hear no evil. Please don't get me involved. I'm just a poor little judge. They may come and threaten me in my house. Oh, my God. What could happen to me? Oh, what can we do? What can the people of this nation, millions think, of people know, here, listen? Here's what I think we can do, Mark. Now, I what think, can we do uh, for you? How can we help you? No, just support me. I mean, just point out what, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And the, the alternative to what the, the, the uh, propaganda they're spreading is, most important thing we can do is call them out every time we see them doing this. Because I really do think we're getting through. I mean, even though we're being censored and there's a whole iron wall of censorship, we keep increasing the number of the American people who realize mm-hmm. how corrupt our media is. Uh, so I think, I think slowly but surely, if we don't become afraid to stick with our message, we don't get intimidated and we stick with it, we'll get it, we'll get it out. Mm-hmm. And I, so I'm looking forward to 2022 and 2024. But I think between then and now, we can't get intimidated and back down because they're threatening to take away our jobs or whatever else, put us in jail. I mean, I'm, I'm more than happy to fight them in court if I have to. But, I, you know, I'm lucky. I'm a lawyer. I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of friends. And, I mean, they can really intimidate people in a terrible, terrible way. And, I, I, and I, you know, I've never really disclosed, and I'm going to write a book about it, the horrible things the Mueller people did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like a Gestapo. And I don't use that word loosely. Mm-hmm. I prosecuted Nazis and sent them back to get executed. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't back up to anybody about anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Nor, nor uh, no. In you fact, know. you're a great friend of the Jewish people. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I'm a great friend of the Jewish people. I love the Jewish people, and I think what happened to them in the Holocaust is one of the worst things that happened in the history of the world. And I, you know, I sent two, I sent two Nazis to their death. I, I, I took uh, Arafat and threw him out of the U.N. celebration when Clinton was sucking his you-know-what oh, in order to demonstrate that the guy was a murderer and a crook. Every dollar we gave Arafat, that stupid Clinton gave Arafat, went to Mrs. Arafat. 
who is now sitting in the south of France as a multi-billionaire while the Palestinian people are starving. Mm-hmm. It was one of the dumbest, stupidest, idiotic things that, done by any government. And it, it was really because Bill Clinton, you know, had no discipline. He had no ability. To, he, he would say very intelligent things and very bright things. But like most liberals, he was a theoretist and he had no practicality. And here he is giving money to a murderer and a crook. So every dollar he gave to Arafat went to Mrs. Arafat, who's now the, one of the richest people in the south of France and the people of Palestine are poor, and they're blaming it on Israel and us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've well, been listen. disgusted with these people for a very, very long time, and they know yep. I'm their worst enemy. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, I don't think, that knows more about the criminality of the Biden family than me. And that's why they want to destroy me. And they wouldn't take when the hard I, drive, offered, right? They when would, I offered the FBI agents the Hunter hard drive, I mean, the guys were good guys, uh, Mark. They didn't rip my apartment apart. They apologized. They they did a little damage, but they have to do it. I mean, I've honestly, I've done much worse raids than that myself. Mm-hmm. But those were unorganized criminals. Yeah, that's mobsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... When I offered them the three hard drives, they said to me, uh, who, who is it? I said, this is Hunter Biden. Oh, no, 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 we don't want it. We don't, we don't want it. I said, Amazing. wait a second. The, I said, the warrant says all electronics. This fits under all electronics. No, 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 we don't want it. Is that Hunter Biden? I said, yes. Now think about this. They had no idea if I was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And that could have been Vladimir Putin, right? It could have mm-hmm. been Donald Trump admitting all the things they think he did could have been me i just said it's 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 uh hunter biden and my god these guys look so scared if we ever came back with hunter biden we get fired mm-hmm. there's something going on i mean they come after me for one act of alleged failure to file which i which is not true and i have on the hard drive about 15 of hunter biden's which are which are proved by documents yeah i'm gonna have to go sign, but you know that that a document that but but failing to file under that, honestly, the American people need to know, it used to be treated like a jaywalking thing, where they say, just don't do it again. Now, go ahead and fill it out. Eat, and it doesn't apply to you, and you've explained why. You're not a lawyer for any yeah, foreign I mean, it, person. It, it's, not a thing you, it's not a thing you search somebody over. Nah, when there, it's a fishing when no expedition. I believe I would destroy. Nah. I had the documents for a year and a half. If I hadn't destroyed them by now, I wasn't going to destroy nah. them. No, no, this is this is a hit job. Rudy, I got to go, but I want to welcome you. Anytime you want to come back, you come back, okay? Yeah, so you can talk to millions and millions of people. And well, God bless you. Stick together. Yep. God bless you. And good luck to you. And we'll be right back. Mark AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America, now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. 
As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Ladies and gentlemen, every Friday, we're very patriotic here. We love our country. We love our economic system. And we are a team, all of us together, a big family. I like to say we're the biggest town hall meeting in the nation. And we are intending to secure this nation in every respect possible. And one of the things we're going to do is to continue to enjoy patriotic music by patriotic individuals. Is there anything better than America? Here you go.
Ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget, big show with Josh Hawley, the whole hour, Life, Liberty, and Levin, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you can't watch it live, you want to DVR it. Please head over to Amazon.com and pre-order your copy or copies of American Marxism. Let's show them who we are. Let's come out in droves. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Good night, Spritey and Griffey. Good night, Pepsi and Zelda. Good night, Smokey and Gigi. And good night, Dad, Mom, Leo, and Barney. God bless you, America, and I'll see you on Monday.